0: Ray Brown's talking Birds.
1: Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com
0: By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty. Their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com And UDO Books. An independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. UDO Books.com
1: Good morning. Welcome to our show number 862. Starting off with the birds in the pandemic story. When COVID-19 lockdowns were put into place in many areas last year, there were lots of unusual observations of wildlife, including birds. But was this because of changes in human activity due to the pandemic? Well, researchers at the University of Manitoba, led by Dr. Nicola Koper tried to find out, and their research results were pretty dramatic, showing that 80% of the birds they studied, from hawks to hummingbirds, changed their use of human-altered habitats during the pandemic, becoming more abundant, and in some cases much more abundant, in areas vacated by people. There were a few species that actually decreased their use of human-altered habitat ...during the pandemic, like this one, the red-tailed hawk. The study suggested that maybe because there was less roadkill for the red-tails when traffic declined... ...but red-tails generally prefer live prey, so does that really explain it? In any case, the study suggested many birds really caught a break during the pandemic... And that may help us understand how we can create a more sustainable environment for birds in the future. Dr. Coper says that if we drive less, fly less, or work from home for a few days a week, we could help birds while also improving air quality and reducing climate change. Of course, I think we've kind of got that work-at-home thing covered at this point. A little good news story now from Hawaii, where an ambitious effort to rescue four tiny honeycreepers of the Akakiki species deep in a Hawaiian rainforest was at least partially successful last weekend, giving hope to a critically endangered species driven to the brink of extinction by avian malaria, an unfortunate consequence of climate change. One six-month-old Akakiki chick was safely rescued on Kauai and flown by helicopter to Maui. These birds live at the highest elevations of the forests where they've typically been safe from mosquitoes that carry avian malaria and other diseases. But as temperatures rise, the mosquitoes have moved higher too and the birds have no way to escape them now. Some scientists believe that without intervention, the Akikiki population has only two years left before malaria causes their extinction. The rescued Akikiki, by the way, is said to be doing very well. Its gender is not yet known, but for now, they're calling it Erica. Well, the December online issue of one of our favorite birding magazines is now available, Bird Observer is based in New England but contains features of interest to birders everywhere... Articles in the new issue include question, tool use by Atlantic Puffins and cedar wax wings with a taste for salt along with musings from the blind birder about books and the always challenging at a glance bird ID quiz plus sweet cover art featuring John Sill's ruby crowned kinglet. It's Bird Observer. You can find it at birdobserver.org That's birdobserver.org What we have there is our mystery bird. little preview here of our upcoming mystery bird contest presented by Red Start Birding. Red Start Birding is your new resource for birding optics gear and expertise. Great birding starts at redstartbirding.com. Our mystery bird is a medium to large, thick-bodied bird that lives in the evergreen forests of Canada and the northern U.S. The male is slate gray overall with white blotching on the lower breast and belly and a broken white line outlining a black throat, and it has red eyebrows. The female, mostly a mottled gray to rusty colored, our bird is famous for allowing visitors to approach very closely before it explodes into flight. The fact that it allows such close encounters has earned it the nickname Fool's Hen. But it relies on camouflage to try to prevent it from deserving that nickname. Prizes include the beautiful Droll Yankees Observer Window Feeder. Attaches right to your window for a perfect, unobstructed view of the birds visiting there. Plus, a feather-friendly window marker kit to make your windows visible to birds and prevent deadly collisions. It really works and has been endorsed by numerous bird conservation organizations including the Fatal Light Awareness Program and the American Bird Conservancy. We have a little extra prize here, too, for the holiday season and the new year coming up. Your own beautiful Cornell Lab of Ornithology 2022 Birding Year calendar, all on our mystery bird contest coming along just a little bit later on this morning's show. Conservation Salute of the Week to the Legislature and Governor of Washington State, which, effective on the 1st of January, will take action to reduce single-use plastics. Beginning in the new year, restaurants and food service businesses in Washington will be able to give customers disposable serviceware only upon request or through self-service bins instead of including them automatically with a food order. Items included in the new law include plastic knives, forks, spoons, cocktail picks, chopsticks, stirrers, condiment packets, beverage cup lids, and straws. Of course, it's important because less than 9% of these single-use plastic items are ever recycled, and we know where they go. Landfills and in our waterways. So, a Talking Birds conservation salute for an effort to fight against toxic plastic pollution to the leaders of the great state of Washington. Meanwhile, a little salute here to more of our talking Birds ambassadors helping us to spread the word about our show and about birds and conservation. Thank you to Louise Gubela from Hackensack, New Jersey, and Andy Dubois from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thank you so much, Louise and Andy. And Talking Birds listeners, a great way to end the year is to become a Talking Birds ambassador. We think so anyway. Just go to the Get Involved tab at TalkingBirds.com to see how to sign up. It's real easy. Still to come on our show today, we'll pay a visit to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, where backyard birding guru Mike O'Connor waits. And we'll connect with birding books expert Alan Hale for some excellent ideas about books for holiday gift giving. Mike, one. Might answer uh, or weigh in on that idea a bit too. And up next, more references to Cape Cod and Washington State, as we meet our featured feathered friend. Presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding.
0: You should have fallen in love with. Old-
1: In some summer resort areas, like Cape Cod, Massachusetts for example, winter house rentals can be obtained at bargain prices. As Cape residents with vacation homes fly south for a warmer climate, other folks settled into comfy quarters that would otherwise be vacant for a few months. About 3,000 miles west of that popular peninsula, there's a bird that does something like this winter rental thing. At this time of year in the state of Washington, the cliff swallows that nest on the basalt cliffs overlooking the Coulee Lakes have long since abandoned the area and have escaped to their South American wintering grounds. The bird that settles in for winter roosting in the cliff swallow's abandoned nests is today's featured feathered friend, the gray-crowned rosy finch. The male of this species is a medium-sized finch with a brown body and pink coloration on the shoulders, flanks and belly. It has a dark brown forehead, a yellow bill with a dark tip and gray patches on the back of the head and on the belly. The female has similar but duller plumage. Six subspecies of the gray-crowned rosy finch are recognized, with some displaying gray cheeks and others brown, depending on the areas in which they're found. And they differ in size, too, with the Pribilof and Aleutian Islands birds weighing almost twice as much as those on the mainland. This bird is one of three rosy finch species in North America, the others being the brown-capped rosy finch and the black rosy finch. The gray-crowned rosy finch nests high in the mountains in summer and then forages in lower elevations in large flocks in the winter, searching for weed seeds to sustain it through the cold winter season while retiring to the cozy comfort of the cliff swallows' nests at night. The rosy finches leave no roses to thank the swallows for the free winter rental, but they are associated with flowers in a way. A group of rosy finches is known collectively as a bouquet. The gray-crowned rosy finch, Leucostycte tefricotis. Today's talking Birds featured feathered friend. Welcome again to our show number 862. As you probably noticed, it's holiday season 2021. And if you're still looking for gift ideas for birding and nature-loving friends what's better than books, but which books to buy. We're about to get some insights about that on a chat here with Alan Hale from beauty Books. Good morning, Alan.
2: Good morning, Ray.
1: Great to have you on with us uh, here, Alan. I miss every year we hear, you know, this one or two books that are kind of hot for the season. How about this year?
2: Well, I think uh, last um, week you had a, a discussion about the... Uh, complete uh, birds of the world from Princeton University Press and the uh, competitor of that is all the birds of the world mm. from uh, Lynx and uh, Barcelona Spain. Mm. Uh, it is a massive book which indeed does cover all the birds of the world, images of all of them and uh, like the other one it's heavy but it's even heavier <laughs> if you want a heavier book it weighs almost 9 pounds mm-hmm. but it uh, has a uh, QR codes for each species. It covers subspecies and a lot of additional information. Uh, unfortunately, our supply of that is uh, sitting in the port of New York mm. waiting for a truck mm. to bring mm. it to Virginia. So mm. the supply chain is even affecting the bird book world. <laughs> wow. wow.
1: It doesn't help that they're that heavy so either. Uh, that, <laughs>
2: Yeah, heavy and expensive, I might add. Mm -hmm. I think it's $115. But anyway, um, with respect to field guides, uh, there are two field guides uh, that, uh, as people are beginning to travel again, which I recently saw, Mm -hmm. one is uh, the Field Guides to the Birds of Central America, published by Princeton University Press, uh, by Andrew Vallely and Dale Dyer. Uh, it's an excellent field guide, well-illustrated, range maps, all the information you need. The other is a new edition of Birds of Columbia by Stephen Hilty, who has been published the first really uh, good bird book or excellent bird book on Birds of Columbia many years ago, but he's brought up to date, and it uses all of the uh, uh, information uh, including QR codes, again, mm-hmm. where you can hold your mobile phone and then it will link you to Cornell and you can listen to the bird and see photos of it. Mm-hmm. It too, both of those books, by the way, weigh over three pounds. So there, it's not <laughs> practical. I remember Roger Torrey Peterson's Field Guide to the Birds, under a pound, Chan Robbins, and, uh, mm-hmm. under a pound. But these now field guides really... Are three pounds or more. Wow! So those are two field guides for those who are heading south.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, my favorite book this year, if I can jump on into that mm-hmm. and interrupt me anytime, no, go right <laughs> ahead. <laughs> uh, is a this book is uh, by uh, Jonathan Myberg, M E I B U R G and the title is quite a handle: A Most Remarkable Creature: The Hidden Life an epic journey of the world's smartest birds of prey. Mm. There ought to be a word, uh, a prize for those folks (laughs) who can guess what he's talking about. But it's actually about uh, a group of uh, birds that are related to falcons in the same family, Mm -hmm. caracaras. Mm. And this book covers the caracaras from the striated in the Falkland Islands all the way to the one that reaches us in the Southern United States which is the Crested Caracara. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it has photos, and the best I can say is this little thing from The Dust Jacket, which says, a most remarkable creature is a riveting and unique combination of science writing, travelogue, and biography as generous and accessible as it is sophisticated and a reminder of how much of our world remains to be discovered. Anyway, mm-hmm. highly recommended. Yeah, that, and what a fascinating
1: bird—kind of a cross between a falcon and a vulture in a, in a way, sort of, isn't Th-
2: that's it? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 scavengers. You know, the yellow-headed vulture—you see it on highways—and uh, they're, they're amazing, but they're also very smart, uh, uh, apparently, and mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. learn a, a lot. And mm-hmm. That's covered in this book. Which, ah. the the author went to the jungles of Guyana in search of the Red throated caracara, which eats only uh, essentially larvae of wasp nests, and discovered how they how they managed to deal with uh, eating wasps without mm. getting Ames. bitten right. too badly.
1: Right. We talked with Holly Merker so, a few weeks ago, uh, uh, Alan, about the book she co-authored with uh, Richard and Sophie Crossley, Ornitherapy. And one of the things she talked about was keeping a journal of birding and nature experiences. Um, what kind of options
2: exist in that area? And is a journal a good gift, do you think? Yeah, I, I absolutely do. And I think uh, if you want a, a stocking stuffer that uh, costs under $6, dollars 5 95 in fact... Uh, these are published by an outfit in um, Washington State, um, Tacoma, and they're called Right in the Rain. That's their sort of their mm-hmm. trademark. And this is Right in the Rain All-Weather Notebook. It's a little spiral notebook, which is just has lines on it. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, with the spiral, you can flip it over so you can easily go through it. And uh, to me, uh, I use it still. It's an old-fashioned way instead of... Uh, uh, listing things on eBird, mm-hmm. uh, I prefer it. I think it's better. Uh-huh. So that would be my recommendation. Okay, so that, it weighs
1: a lot less uh, than nine pounds, uh, I'm sure. It sure well.
2: does. You yeah. can stick it right in a shirt pocket, which <laughs> I just did. <laughs> and I saw that
1: listed, and it's it's interesting because it's spelled R-I-T-E, right, instead of W R.
2: Right, I can't right. quite figure out whether they're, they're, they're trying to make a combination <laughs> between light Like your right hand and right like (laughs) W R. So who knows? But that's Mm. that. They made these kind of notebooks for surveyors also. So that's uh, this Uh is just a new development for them. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, surveying something you know about, am I correct? Yes, that's right. I'm a. I am now a land surveyor emeritus. All right. We, we we'll have to talk about that another time because we're running out of time here, but also wanted to talk about you recently led a trip to Panama, so we've got to talk about that another time as as well,
2: Alan. Okay, that'd be great. I even added Three new species from my Panama list after mm. 33 trips. So wow. there you go. 33 trips. Thank wow. you,
1: Ray. We've been talking with Alan Hale from Beauty Books about some good book and um, notebook ideas for holiday gift giving. You can check out their website for more. That's beautyobooks.com. Alan, thanks for joining us and happy holidays. Thank you, Ray. Up next, it's our Mystery Bird Contest in just one minute. The flutter of a tail feather, the flash of a wing bar in mid-flight. You don't always have a lot of time to identify a bird in nature, let alone to appreciate its beauty. But with Vortex Optics, you'll have the power to bring every wild moment closer. When you choose Vortex, you're choosing to have a partner in the field as passionate about nature as you are. Whether you're spotting old friends on the backyard feeder or packing for a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip to add a few species to your life list, Vortex offers a full range of optics and optics accessories for every birder and every budget. And whether the birds are taking you to another state or another country, you're always covered by the Vortex VIP warranty, an unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. If you'd like to learn more, or if you need help choosing your next optic, give Vortex a call at 1-800-4-Vortex or visit VortexOptics.com. There's our mystery bird. It's a medium to large, thick-bodied bird. There it goes. That lives in the evergreen forests of Canada and the northern U.S. The male's slate gray overall with... White blotching on the lower breast and belly and a broken white line outlining the black throat and it has red eyebrows. The female, mostly mottled gray to rusty colored. Our bird is famous for allowing visitors to approach closely before it takes off and explodes as you just heard. The fact that it allows such close encounters has earned it the nickname fool's hen but it does rely on camouflage coloring so it's not as foolish as it might otherwise be. And that's our mystery bird. Boy, do we have some uh, beautiful prizes here, including the Droll Yankees Observer Window Feeder. That's the one that attaches right to your window, offering a clear, unobstructed view with nothing but glass between you and the birds. Plus a feather-friendly window marker kit to make your windows visible to birds and prevent deadly collisions it's a great great thing to do we lose billions of birds from crashing into windows it's a great way to help prevent the problem or at least reduce it and we also have your own beautiful cornell lab of ornithology 2022 birding year calendar all prizes on the mystery bird contest and if we have chance for a bonus question we'll also give away a twenty dollar certificate to wisdom supply makers of plastic-free books and notepads and other supplies for classrooms and office. So there it is, our Mystery Bird Contest. The number is 781-837-4900. Once again, that's 781-837-4900. Please do call us as soon as you can because otherwise we will tend to run out of times. time as sometimes kind of does happen there. 781-837-4900. Uh, Meanwhile, we're going to hear from a Talking Birds ambassador and why he became one. And then it's on to Let's Ask Mike live with Mike O'Connor in just one minute. Beauty-O-Books carries one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. New, used, and rare books covering everything from backyard birding to general ornithology. From field guides to photography skills, biography, fiction, and humor... You'll find it all, along with the knowledgeable customer service you've been looking for, in one convenient place. Beautyobooks.com. B-U-T-E-O. Beautyobooks.com.
2: My name is Nick Fernando,
0: and I'm calling from Boise, Idaho. I became a Talking Birds ambassador because I love the shows incorporation of conservation and how small changes can make a big environmental impact. If you are interested in spreading the word about conservation, I encourage everybody to become a Talking Birds ambassador now. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our ambassador's family. Just visit our website, TalkingBirds.com. Join today, and thanks.
1: Let's see if we have Mike O'Connor on the line from Cape Cod, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I understand there may be some question about that, but Mike has a way of coming through, so let's see if that happens. Good morning, Mike. Mm hmm. Yeah. I hear somebody speaking, but I believe it's me. I don't think that is actually Mike, but we're going to keep kind of working on that and see if we can uh, get through to Mike here uh, on our Let's Ask Mike. Live segment here this morning. We also uh, want to get to our mystery bird contest and uh, our contest contributors, and that may be a little tricky too if our phones are not exactly working the way they uh, generally uh, do. Uh, but please give us a try nonetheless, and we'll uh, we'll try to get a hold of Mike. Do we perhaps have him there? I don't know. Are you there, Mike?
0: I'm not. Uh, I don't hear any music, so I'm not doing it until I hear music. <laughs> oh,
1: that was a long time ago that we had the music. That was way back, yeah. We're, we're, all, we're, we're all done with that, yeah. Wow, so... What a nice surprise that, that you're there.
2: Thank
0: you so much for uh, for doing uh, that. Yeah. You know what, well, you know, I, I didn't have anything else to do, so I just hung around yeah. waiting
2: oh, for you. Oh, well, that's So quiet. anyway, so what yeah. are we talking about today,
1: Ray? Well, you know, we've just talked about books with Alan Hale, and he had some uh, great ideas, but I, I think, uh, I understand, anyway, that you, you have an idea uh, or two yourself, and also one... Um, gift uh, possibility you'd like to kind of
0: bash? If that's the right word. (laughs) I'm a gift basher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First of all, I want to mention, yeah, I, I listen to Alan, and he's got, those guys have the best Books, but they're you know, they're a little bit for the more serious, studious, hardcore birder. And a couple of books came out during right at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, last year that didn't get any attention because we were all in lockdown. And um they were two really informative books for like the novice, the somewhat beginners that have a lot of questions about birds. One was from your pal David Sibley. It's called What It's Like to Be a Bird, and it's beautifully illustrated, and there's a lot of information in there, and it's a really good book, and it's got all his great artwork, but my favorite was by your even better friend, John Kreischer, who's been on the... Mm. Um, on your show several times and it's instead of artwork, it's beautiful photographs which just make me want to go out birding more because I look at all these cool birds but it has even more information than Sibley's book. It's just all the information about mating and singing and migration and stuff like why birds stand on one leg that drives everybody nuts. (laughs) And I think it's a really, really good book and it didn't get the attention so if you're looking for a gift for someone that's a little bit more affordable and it's a little bit more mainstream, I would de- definitely get either of these books. But probably John Kreis' book is called uh, Reference Guide to Bird Behavior, Peterson's Reference Guide to Bird Behavior. You probably can find it at a bookstore. And it's really good and you'll use it a lot. You won't look at it and then put it down because you always have bird questions and it's always in there and any time I, ru- I do some writing, I go right to it to plagiarize all of John's information. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the great artists always steal. That's what they say. So. <laughs> right. and well, you have something you want to bash here also.
0: Well, here's something. I get, I get yeah. on these phone calls. They have this ridiculous thing called the, a bird feeder camera, which is expensive with a bird feeder a camera inside a cheesy little plastic bird feeder. When birds land on it, you get to look at a picture of a bird on your phone. Well, guess what? We're, we're looking at TV, we're looking at computer screens, and we're looking at our phones all the time. We don't need to be looking at our bird feeder on our on our phones anymore. Just you know what? If you want to see the birds on your feeder, turn your head and look out the window. That's Wait. where the birds are. Minute, we I'll... don't need any more electronic pictures of birds. Look out the window, see the birds. Or go for a walk. Never mind spending a couple hundred dollars to watch them on your phone. That's what I'm saying on Wait, that. Which topic.
1: way do I? Which way do I turn my head for that? Is it t- <laughs> towards the bright spot? Towards toward the light. The, toward the light. Got it. Thank you so much, Mike. Excellent uh, all right, well.
0: if I'm not on next week, Ray, uh, have a great Christmas, you, and everybody <laughs>
1: out there. All right, thank you, Mike. Mike O'Connor there at the Bird Watchers General Store in Cape Cod. We return to the mystery bird contest quickly right after this. Every Wednesday, Bird Watching Magazine sends an e-newsletter
0: full of information of interest to bird watchers, including recent news stories about birds' conservation and science, photography tips, stories about places to go birding,
1: bird id tips and much more best of all the newsletter is free sign up today at birdwatchingdaily.com slash newsletter i want to make sure we don't run out of time before we get back to the mystery bird contest it's an invitation for all who are hearing us on the 12th of december to take part in a night of fun and games and prizes tonight in a benefit program for a birder who's facing some serious challenges and needs some help with college tuition. Yours truly will be the MC for the virtual event, and you can join in. Find the details at this address, feministbirdclub.org. It's going to be a fun event, feministbirdclub.org is the site. Just go to the events tab there and scroll down to the virtual game night listing for details, feministbirdclub.org. Com. Okay, back to the mystery bird contest, and we'll see if we can get a caller through here, and we're going to try Tracy in Menomet, Massachusetts. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, It worked. Thank you, Tracy. I got it. <laughs> you, well, you got the call through. You didn't get the bird yet. <laughs> that You didn't give your guess yet, but maybe that will be next. What do you, I got it. <laughs> what do you say the bird is? The spruce. The spruce grouse. You've got it all together now. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stay on the line. We'll get your info. And meanwhile, we are out of time. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next week.
0: bird show. I like that. Ray Brown's Talking Birds.
1: Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store. Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com
0: by Vortex Optics with the VIP warranty. Their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at VortexOptics.com. And Beauty Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. BeautyO'Books.com.